I am good enough. Hey, we are good enough. I am good enough. Oh, you are good enough. I am good enough. We are good enough. Just me. Welcome to the I Am Good Enough podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's me, Dolores, your host. And I am excited to be here with you guys. Just me, I Am Good Enough podcast. You know, we've been talking a lot about self-care and man, we have been having some great, you know, guests on the show, giving all of their insight on self-care from different levels and perspectives. We've just been having some really great people on the show. Um, I'm extremely excited to bring to you today an awesome, awesome woman. Um, She's actually my mentor. um, And she's just a really great person. Her name is Jo Montreal. She's award-winning Houston-based author and Hindi filmmaker. She is the visionary and founder of Wisdom Productions International and Brilliant Women in Film. She has over 25 years of experience in arts, media, entertainment. Her latest venture is with Brilliant Women in Film, which is a women's group of filmmakers located right here in Houston, Texas. Joan is the program creator and director of several workshops and special events. Now, this includes so many things from the writer's room to writer's retreats and the radio talk show blogs and just so much more. Her creative roots stem from the city of New Orleans. This is where she's from. She's a playwright, author, scriptwriter, director, actor. Oh my gosh, this woman is just wonderful. She is a minister of gospel and has put into practice what she preaches. So without further ado, I bring to you Miss Joan. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Dolores. Yes, yes. I've been trying to get you on the show and our schedules and everything, but I'm just so awesome. You know, I'm just glad and happy that we've had time now to do it. Hey, you know, even though we're in the pandemic, we're busy, right? Yes, we are busy. We sure are. Yes. And so, you know, so they say, wow, do they have the time? No, we're busy. We're doing things. Yes. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about you. Um, I'm a very simple girl. Uh, <laughs> many would choose a different, uh, they have a different opinion on that, but I am simple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I love writing. I love creating. Um, I love my circle. I love the women I'm amongst. I love my family. I love the way my life is set up. It took me time, to, uh, some time to get here. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love life. I know it's, um, I know we're in the midst of the pandemic, but you know, God has given me a peace. And so, you know, I feel real good about where I am in life right now. I didn't always feel like that, but I do, I do somewhat now. 
you know, um, that's that's very deep um, that you say that I am happy where I am right now. And it took you a little bit of time to get there. Um, and I said, and I and I want to mention that and kind of go a little bit more into that because as people, and I guess I can speak for the women, um, we want things to be just perfect right now, you know, and we want things to be exactly what we envision right now. And it's it's, it's patience, you know, and the Bible talks about patience, but it's hard to get that patience. So how did you get from where you saw what you wanted to to where you are now? Well, I think it came with, um, you know, you know, when you're getting into the word, you know, you're always told pray for patience, pray for patience, because, you know, there's a lot of things that happens in our lives that we don't really have an explanation to. And so the thing that everyone always tells you to pray for patience, pray for patience, you know, trouble don't last always, it's going to come, it's going to go and things like that. So I had first pray for patience. And then when I started praying for that in my earlier years, then I noticed that trials and tests had come to make me patient. Some things mm-hmm. I had to wait out. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I praying for? And that's why they always say, be careful what you pray for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just about so, to say. Yeah, so, um, so when I prayed for patience, I just knew that I was gonna be tested. Eventually over time, I knew I was gonna be tested in some type of uh, situation, whereas that it would try my patience. So now I'm standing here at 53 years old. Um, I can say that when you pray for patience, it all works out eventually, um, but it helps tremendously um, because a lot of things that come your way, you're going to need patience to actually get through them. You're going to need that strength to stay in some things when God is not telling you to leave. You're going to need that strength to leave and have patience that you might be out of work because you had to leave. You may, you know, be lonely because you had to leave. So patience is, um, it's like the flux of who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, not the flux, but the crux of who we right. are, you know, on you know, on our entire being. So we don't have the patience. We're gonna go through a lot of days where we're, ag- we're in agony and misery and sorrow and just hopelessness. Mm-hmm. So patience is what I've learned to, um, get used to and pray for yeah I mean because you've been doing this for 25 years yes that's a long time yes um, uh, yes to be, you know doing something does it feel like that does it feel like 25 years um no no it doesn't feel like because I, I think it's not it wasn't really work to me it was like um, right it was like a hobby. It was like a fun time. It's like, yeah. you know, included in with the ministry. And so it was all caked in one, whereas that I enjoyed the journey. A lot of people can't say that. Right. But I do and did it back then enjoy the journey to where I am now. Now, I got a long way to go. Now, I'm not there yet. No. You know, I start seeing the fruits of the labor. Um, right. And, you know, so, but uh, I'm enjoying the journey. I yeah. Am. I am. And, and, and and it's been over 20 years, 20, going on 26 years. And um, I've learned so much from moving from theater to film. And who knows? Right. You know? 
Yeah. I mean, um, just from my experience with you, um, you ha- you seem to be um, very patient and humble, but you don't really deal with too much. <laughs> so <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know what? I love my sisters. I love sisterhood. Right. I love people. I'm, I genuinely love people. But when it gets complicated, that's when it starts grieving me. It like grieves my spirit. And yeah. I'd rather talk about it. Um, and if I can't do that, I'd rather take myself away from it. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel that when, uh, when, we're, when we're surrounded by a lot of confusion, I just feel like you can't be peaceful. Right. You can't be that person that the Bible talks about being a peacemaker or being, you know, you know, be strong around your brothers and strengthen them or allow them to strengthen you. You can't have that humbleness when you're in a lot of confusion. So yeah, I yeah. Do, I do tend to walk away from confusion. I do. I, I do. But you know, um, that's actually but the Bible says that though, because God is not a man or a God of confusion. Yes. Um, and I was actually reading on that the other day. Um, and so we're not supposed to be in confusion at all. So for you to do that is actually the right thing. Um, but I, what I, what I do like is that you want to communicate first. You want to, you know, let's, let's talk about it first. Yes. You know, because, and I, and I say this because we firsthand had miscommunication on a couple of things, <laughs> right? Yes. And so, but we, but we talked about it. Yes. It was like, oh, okay. Was it even what, what, yes. you know, what we thought, <laughs> you know? Yes. And it was like, if we didn't communicate, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have even, you know, things would have been so misunderstood, Yes. you know? And that's some things that I think that I've learned, you know, just throughout my time and journey um you know as a person especially you know working with you and things like that that sometimes you know things are not what we seem to be but it just goes into the self-care part of it because if you're if you're taking that time to work on yourself um things are not gonna be so hard for you to talk about you know what I mean? When things come up and things are not what you think they are, instead of getting so angry and upset, you can actually talk about it, get through it, and then move on to bigger and better things. Yes, and you know, women, we jump to conclusion quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, dear, years, years back, I had to understand that there's a thin line between being suspicious and having discernment. Right. And a lot of times people think that they are discerning something when it's really not, it's you being suspicious because of something that's happened in your past. And uh, so um, so I had to make sure I, I distinguished the two. I had to make sure I find, I make sure that I'm actually not jumping to conclusions and finding out what the, what the matter of the story is, what the dealio is, right. <laughs> the deal is. But uh, yeah, so I think that, you know, when you talk about it, when you genuinely love and care about someone, you want to get it right. You want to talk. Right. So mm-hmm. you know, if you have an argument, it's like, we let's settle. Let's talk about it. We don't have to. Yeah. We don't have to part ways. We can. Mm-hmm. I, I love keeping relationships. You right. Know, we had someone to come on. You know, some people come on the organization, and we went separate ways. But some of those individuals, I still 
you know, I still have a relationship with because I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, savage the relationship. We were, we were speaking at one time. Right. Just that maybe that situation that we were in just didn't work out, but that don't mean we have to depart. Right. So, right. It, it's, um, it's, it's so much that goes into, and I bring it back to self-care because that's the topic. But the thing about it is that it's so important because if you're, you, you mentioned about old things that people may have in them that they're taking into other relationships. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is it's not just relationships with your significant other. Right. It's yeah. relationships with friends, coworkers, you know? And if it's we haven't awesome. healed, yeah. If we haven't healed from that, then we can take that into other relationships. Now just That's imagine, good. Yeah, but just imagine if you just fix yourself first. Right. And it could just be like a tree just full of branches, good branches, good fruits coming, dropping off your tree because you're using that same method in you, you're healed and now you're able to reach out and engage in great relationships. Right. Relationships. I love, I love creating relationships. I love new relationships. I love old relationships. I I love, I just simply love to just be at peace with everyone. Let's just be at peace. Can we all just get along? (laughs) I mean, you know, it seems like it went easy, but. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was looking at the uh, Red Talk table yesterday. And, um, they were speaking. Jaden was speaking about black mean, well, mean girls. Let's say mean ah, girls. And it was okay. saying how black women that we we're the quick, we're the ones, the quickest to put one another down mm. and to, uh, criticize and uh, dehumanize each other. And um, they were saying that why do we do that? And they said that's all about the past, where you come from. You know, it's all about it starts with inside of you. And part yeah. of thing, self-care is taking care of you, not only physically, you know, because I see a lot of people working out and, you know, doing exercise, but what about the mental state? Mental. The emotional state. Man, it's yeah. so important. And, and, you know, we don't realize how much our mental can affect our body. Mm. You know, um, hiding things from yourself. Mm. Now, the brain does that. The brain goes in and they see a trauma and it protects our body from this trauma and it hides it. But there's trigger points that happen when you don't deal with the trauma. Exactly. And then in childhood, let's say for instance, childhood. Like right. there's something bad in your childhood and you forget all about it. Your eyes seen it, you process it, but you really haven't you haven't acted it out. And so it's right. gonna show up some way, you know, in the stage of life. And um, so when you get a teenager or maybe you when you become a young adult, you start acting out, you're like, Why am I act, why am I like this? Why am I that's because when we were children from that trauma, our brain blocked that out and so now we're acting out. And so I think it's always good for individuals, if they have insurance, to go to counseling. You don't have yeah. to go to counseling because something's wrong. Go to counseling because you're just trying to sort it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we are, the Bible even says that there's safety and the right. missing counselors, many counselors. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that counselor is somebody that's Christ-like. Right. Because, um, you know, you're, you're 
you got to distinguish what you're going to put in your spirit because everyone counsel you but are they giving you the pure counsel the genuine counsel that's going to change you and right to forgive yourself while forgiving others so there's mm-hmm. a lot of counsel out there you know so yeah. we got to make sure that we're getting the counsel from the right place and there's places where they'll give you counseling for free um especially if you've been through a trauma um there's trauma you know trauma centers um that will give you trauma probably about 20 sessions i've no i know a place um that would give you 20 sessions for free if you were under um any if you've had any trauma um, in your life. So there's definitely resources out there. I think, um, we don't, um, we don't know about, you know, and we're not giving the information, you know, or maybe we're just not looking for it as a people, you know, I'm not sure, but I want to be the advocate of that, um, of that self-care and sharing information for our community, because we have to, um, we have to change, Um, We have to heal. Um, And I think, you know, a a lot of your, well, your movies that you wrote, they're they're about healing. Um, So tell tell me a little bit about how you work into into your writing, because a lot of your writing is um, healing. Yes. Um, You know, uh, in... 2002 when I was ordained as a minister um, I was like uh, for 10 years I did stage plays and all of those stage plays were in the church Mm -hmm. so you know while I was being healed from my childhood traumas and teenage mistakes you know I started to write and those stage plays came out by reason of my my testing trials and so you know and because I was in a faith based church surrounding, you know, it only made sense to write about healing. Right. And so, um, so that's how all of the books in the movies came about with dealing with healing because I myself needed a lot of heal- healing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, I had to take up the call in order to be that one to say, you know, I can write movies that, you know, that are based on a lot of, you know, other things that that are secular to the world and things like that, just to make money. But I choose to do that. I choose to stay true to myself. This is who I am. You know, I Mm -hmm. just stay true to myself and write something that's healing. You know, you you can get something out of the movie or the books that I write because, because I needed that myself. And my sister, she always told me, she said, when you're an adult, you're gonna pretty much be what you wanted in your childhood. Mm. But what I didn't have then, I was going to become that. So I needed healing. You know, my mom was, a, you know, an alcoholic and she went to a domestic violence relationship. My daddy left at an early age. It was just a lot going on in my household. So I was looking for healing, but I didn't have any. And so that's why I kind of stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going to take that on and I'm going to write about things that would help people like I needed to be helped when I was going through my time. So that's how I come to, like everything I deal with, I would like to have, just like you in your upcoming movie, you have like a fake element in there. Like she's not just a detective. Right. She, she's one that's dependent on God to actually find this person. 
and so right. that's how I am. So you know, anything that I'm involved with, I, do, I definitely want a, a you know something that'll make the audience say, "Hmm, let me see if I can relate to that. Let me see if I can change what I'm doing and make this world a better, better place." You know, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's um and that's doing the and that's doing the work. Yeah, that's doing the work, and and it, and it's so what I'm hearing is that you were able to heal through your art. Is yes. that is that what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah, and that's good that you realized that you needed to be healed for one thing. And I think being involved in the community of, you know, like a church, you know, being involved in things like that helps us see where we need to be healed at. You know, some people don't want to go to church. You know, they still believe in God and things and they don't go to church. But what I've noticed when I go is I learn a lot more about me. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't want to learn about them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> because we got to face some stuff. Yes. Yes. You got to face some things, but you weren't scared to face those things. Mm-hmm. You know? And by you not being afraid to face and heal, you're able to help others heal through your talents. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, When I wrote my first play, um, it was called I'm Gonna Keep It Real With You. And I'm actually gonna bring that play back um, next year. Um, It was a, I got a least expected, but I know this was God, uh, my, my manager at the time, um, he came, him and his wife, and um, he was like, and you know, they're they're from a different race, um, you know, different culture and everything. I never thought that they would, would get something, you know, we, we just have our own negative things that we say about ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when he came to me, he said, Dolores, um, that was a great play. This is my very first play. He was like, me and my wife really needed that. You know, you really, you know, taught us, um, you know, about faith. And, um, wow. and and just really, it really touched me. And I knew at that point, this is what I was supposed to do, um, was continue to write and put these plays on and do this because every show someone tells me, man, this was, this was my life, or, man, I understood exactly what you were saying. It's always someone, you know, that's really feeling that, and that's why we do what we do. We think it's, you know, the, the way God works is he, he uses one thing, and it's really beneficial for several things. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, you, you know, they always say that um, God will gift you, but the gift is not for you. Right. And uh, yeah, and so I, I believe that. I believe that. And so it's what we're called to do. And thank God you accepted the call. And you know, people think that the call has to be all deep and you gotta, you know, do the, no. God is already, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. So like for instance, if I ever had to choose between my gift and something else that I really love, I'll choose my gift because this is the gift that I was given from heaven. So this right. is what I've become. So anything else outside of that, I'm not going to become that. I'm going to become what I was created to do and be. So I, I ask everybody, don't ask me to choose between the gift and you, please. Because if, <laughs> if, 
If you do that, you're gonna lose because this is what I'm created to do. This is what you're created to do. So, you know, and we only get more creative. God only makes us more creative to kind of uh, stir up that gift and just branch it out into different ways. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you go, it's, it's almost like you go from a stage play, then you go to a book and you got movies and then you go, uh, you know, to something else, the broadcast and working on the TV network. It's like this gift just expands and you're just waiting for right. it to unfold. Mm-hmm. And I think that you following, you know, your mind and, and creating the brilliant women in film has allowed um, the dreams and the gifts of other women to unfold um, and unfold in the right way. You know what I mean? Because um, the industry... You know, some would say that the film industry is a very, it's mm, a good word I could, I could use. Cutthroat. <laughs> you said what? Cutthroat. <laughs> you know, it is. Um, and coming from the side of an, of an actress mm-hmm. um, and seeing the side of the production side of it, I can kind of see both sides, which you can too. Um, as an actress as well, um, we want to make sure everybody's um, being loved yes. um, when creating, you yes. know. And so, um, yeah, I mean, following following our dreams and following our passion and our gifts is making room for others to be able to, to, to follow their dreams and their gifts. And it's just a constant, you know... <laughs> domino effect I, I always say it and I think I've said it in every show because it's just so important for us to work on us because it ain't really just for us <laughs> absolutely absolutely it's like paying it forward and that's yeah. how it's supposed to be it's like it's like God when he um created Adam and Eve he told Eve to replenish the earth and mm-hmm. so what we're doing is paying it forward to those who have the same calling and the same gift you know, right. we expect them to, uh, uh, when we train them or teach them, we expect them to go forward and do, do the, you know, do, be that person for the next generation. Right. So we expect it to go on and on and on and on and not keep track and recordings and things like that, but just know that God has called you to that specific flock. You right. know, I always like to say that everybody has a flock that God, that God puts in their hands. Like mm-hmm. for you, acting corner, the, the children. So right. while you're training them, you know, they're going to grow up and they're going to do that for other people. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like we just got to keep this world moving. And it's not a lot of us that that's going to say, hey, I'm going to reach back and pull up others. You know, right. we're like I'm going to get mine first and then I'm going to reach back. And that might be wise in a sense. But um, I've always been the one that you come you come up with me. You know, right. so that way because you might know something I don't know, and I might know something you don't know, and so we put that together, and voila! And bam, <laughs> bam. Yes. You know, it just it just reminded me, Joan, of um, I had a parent just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to share it, but um, she had it. Um, she didn't have it shareable. Um, on, on Facebook, there was a. I think she posted something of the play. I'm gonna keep it real with you. That play is just a really um brought out some great talents um there was a there was a young lady that came in audition and she was extremely shy 
Um, I mean, extremely shy. Um, any other casting director would not have given her one of the main roles. And my spirit just said, I'm gonna give you a main role. You're here, you show up, um, you say this is what you wanna do. Well, I'm gonna test you and see, is this what you really wanna do? And she did such a great job. Um, she has, you know, she has grown so much. Um, even then her mother, you know, told me how she, you know, opened up to doing other things. Um, but just recently she had shared something from then and just thanked me for um, working with her and that it has helped her throughout her life. But she's probably in her early 20s now. Um, and it just, it just feels good to know that um, people are learning, you know, and people are growing. And these kids, just from that simple play, and I say simple play, but just from being in that play had helped her to grow and develop into who she is, you know, today. And it was just a piece of it, right? She still has, you know, what she learned in school, her parents and whoever else influenced. But it was like, every piece counts. You know, everything counts to the bigger picture of somebody's life. You know, they learn here, they learn there. And we all play a part in somebody's growth and development. But if we're not able to do that, then somebody's missing out. Yeah. 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 Because it's know? all about growing. Yeah. You know, it's almost like when you get it, pass it on and God will pass. give you more. Right. You know, yeah. And you notice when you do that, and I'm so glad you brought that up because that's how wisdom production has always been. I, I, I did not set out to, um, um, to hire or to put people in place who were popular, who were um, just great at their do. I wanted the most loyal. I wanted mm-hmm. the person that was showed up on time, was um, you know very interested and in, um, and all about the craft. Right. That's the individual I would give the per- I would give them the chance first. Um, right. Because you know a lot of people when you know sometimes when you think that. Um, you have all that you need. You sometimes you can be a little cocky, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and 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 people don't like cocky people. So right. and, and then sometimes we get cocky and confident. Uh, being confident uh, kind of miss. That's a thin line as well. Yeah. You know? So you have to be able to discern whether that's cockiness or being confident. But that's yeah. how the production started. We started um, in and ha- getting the person that was the most loyal and those that were just, you know, aspiring individuals. Yeah. Because those were the ones that were like, they wanted to be fed. They wanted just, they wanted that one opportunity. And that's what uh, Wisdom Production was built on. Absolutely. It's, I'm, I'm just like you. I'm, 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 I'm I, I, yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful because when I, you know, I see me starting off and I see someone like you that's been there, it gives me um, great joy, you know? Um, it gives me humbleness and joy that um, what I'm doing is right, you know, because you are an example, you know, to what I'm doing. <laughs> it's just so crazy, you know, and you open up your arms to me you didn't know me um you didn't know me from what they say from adam and eve you you didn't know me at all 
Um, but now we are very, you know, close friends, I would say. Um, and, you know, it's just, it was God because I, you know, I would pray for that. And I would ask God to um, surround me with people of him, you know, and he, and he does that. He really does. So our show is just me. I'm good enough. And I always ask <laughs> our guests, there was that time where you realized, you know what? I am good enough. When was that time where you knew that you were good enough to do all the things that you're doing today? Um, when my first movie was distributed. When a, dis- when a distribution company picked up Walk by Faith, um, then I knew I I was good enough to write mm-hmm. like the other individuals, like stars and celebrities. I knew that I can actually be in that same category. And right. That was in 2000. See, it wasn't long. So that was 2010, 2010 or 2011 when I said I'm good enough. Because, you know, when you're an indie filmmaker, I've been writing for a whole, you know, a long time. It's a certain certain point that you get to and you said, okay, so if the company received it, then I must be doing something right. And that's when I say I'm good enough. So it wasn't about the plays. It wasn't about the books. It was about that particular time when a large company like BMG stepped out and said, we want that film. That's what I said. Yeah. And, I it's, that and it's, huh? No, go ahead. And, and, and you know, it's a shame because, you know, being a child of God, period, just makes you say, you know, I am a good enough because God see me as good enough and I am good enough. But it's something about people, which is not good. It's right. something about when um, a professional or spe- somebody that specializes in something says, yes, I want it. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, it's good to we can put it out there. That makes you say, okay, my writing is not in vain. But God tries to tell us that all along. Right. You're good enough. I know it's taking time and it doesn't look like that. And you like you're the last one and you're behind. But no, uh God has nothing but great thoughts in store for us. He thinks nothing but godly thoughts and, and, and he wants us to prosper. But until right. our mind and our spirit can catch up with what the will of God is. Um, the quicker we'll know that we're good enough. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I've been in a lot of situations where's that I stayed in because I didn't think I was good enough. That's personal. In my per even my personal life. So right. not just a career, but in personal life. But you know, when you get when you finally know that, you know, I am good enough, I can do this, then you know, then you start just moving differently. You start moving like there's nothing that you your faith increase and you just feel like there is nothing that I cannot do. Right. Yeah. I can put my mind to do anything I want to do at that point. When you get there, that's when you say, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, 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 but it's something that we all do is, you know, we want the approval of man, right? Um, It's unfortunate that that's um, something that we have. We're human. Um, and we're not perfect, um, but we we try to. I know I have, 
you know what I mean? So I know exactly where you're, where you're coming from with that. And I have to constantly keep reminding myself, okay, God gave you this talent. It don't matter what anybody else feel about your talent. What did, what did he give you and have you to do? You know? And so that's something that I have to constantly keep reminding myself too. Um, and that's why I actually started the I Am Good Enough um, because of the things I've been through growing up, you know, um, in, in, a, in, in my marriage previously, you know, and so all of my personal experiences led me to think I wasn't good enough, you know, yes. and so, um, and I still work on it today, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, and so I think that's, that's great that you have came to that conclusion and know that you are good enough. Um, and God gave you that. Um, he gave you that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's such a wonderful thing to be, you know, a filmmaker and be in distribution. And not many people can, can say that as indie filmmakers. Yeah. It was, it was, it was something. It was something huge. But you know, uh, you know, when I seen you, the first play I came, you had a play called uh, The Wrath of a man wrath of a wrath of a broken man mm-hmm. and when i seen you came out at the end of your play it was hilarious you were so good and i told <laughs> tanya i said oh my god dolores is good dolores is good and it's amazing how people will see that quality in you and we don't see it in our, see it in ourselves, just like you said, because our personal things, like our yeah. previous things. But people will look at you and like, you all right, you is all right. And I, cause I told Tanya that I said, oh my God, the Lord is good. I mean, you Thank had you. a rolling, <laughs> and you know that's 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 different because when you write yourself in the play, we already know that you got so many hats on already. Right. So we already know that when we go out there and we write ourselves in the play, we know that we're going to ad lib because we're getting all these different things in our head. We're going to stick to the script, but right. there's so many things we can be writing to add to that, to add to that, to add to that. <laughs> so, so I know that, you know, you know, in that area, you, you couldn't be messed with. You, 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 you're good at what you do. Thank you, you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And Tanya said, Tanya said, yeah, she was. I mean, we was up there cracking up. <laughs> I just talked to an actor. Um, he's in the film. Uh-huh. Um, he plays Detective James. I was just yeah. talking to him yesterday, um, and you know, we were talking about because he's a um, he's a rapper, mm-hmm. um, 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 inspirational rapper, and so he was saying about the movie and he couldn't wait to see it. And I said, well, I think, I said, you know, you got a couple of close-ups in the movie, you know, he's like, oh man, oh man, you know. And so as, you know, we just talked about how um, we are, are our worst critics, you know, for ourselves. I, but, you know, I told him he did a wonderful job and things like that. But, you know, we do put so much on ourselves to whereas we can't even, you know, and some people, you know, but we, but we make it through. Mm-hmm. Some people put so much stress on themselves where they, they're not even encouraged to keep moving, uh, you know? Yeah. You know, so I encourage you all to keep moving, you know, keep moving forward. Um, if you don't have the confidence, then read a book about confidence. 
um, get you some, you know, as you have the podcast here that you can um, listen to, you know, get you in, in, involved with people who are confident because that's going to, that's going to come right onto you, you know, and surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to do, you know, so you can learn from them and grow from them. And then, you know, you'll start to build your confidence. Yes. Anything else you want to share with our listeners? Uh, yeah, just be encouraged to find your gift, stir it up and allow God to go before you. Um, make sure you have, um, make sure you meditate on what you want to do, write it down, plan it, prepare it. Um, and just like the Lord said, make sure you surround yourself with those people that are doing the same thing. Always remain humble because, because it, it just, it just pays off when you do. Um, there's so much to learn. I mean, even now I'm still learning. And so, um, there's great in store for you. There's, there's great work to do out here, especially during COVID. So if you have anything that you're doing, stir up that gift and make sure you just kind of season it with a touch of faith so yeah. that when you're doing something and when you're being creative, you know, the people can see that there is hope there. You know, you can be encouraged by someone else's work until you get where you want to go. So just right. be at peace with yourself. Expect the best from yourself. And because more you more more people than you think really admire you and you don't even know that. And so um, just be encouraged. Be in good faith always. Be cheerful. Make yourself and make your day. If your day not going right, make it. Uh, say ask you know you know um, affirmations and make sure you speak what you want to see in yourself to yourself go in the mirror and say I am great I am you know I am uh, wealthy I am prosperous my mind is healthy my emotions are settled make sure you make those affirmations that can help you be a better person because you're going to be who God has called you to be and that's what I want to say <laughs> oh that's good that's good that is good affirmations and we're going to end with affirmations because you know affirmations is important i have um affirmations um throughout the house but i have some right there on my mirror as well in my bathroom and as i brush my teeth wash my face hands and stuff like that i can see that and i say those things so thank you for bringing up affirmations i love them so much and i am so so honored and blessed to have you on the show today, Joan. It was such a fun time. Thank you for having me, Dolores. Thank you. Yes. So, viewers, thank you for tuning in to Just Me, I Am Good Enough. And remember... You are good enough.